0: All if you have your Bibles. We're going to go to Acts chapter two, uh, verse one. Very unfamiliar portion of scripture. Uh, something else I was going to preach tonight at five o'clock. I don't know this came into being, so. Not gonna be long, but I feel like God wants to do something. I always say that every every week, every service. I always say that, but I feel like God wants to pour out His Spirit tonight. The way maybe He hasn't in a while. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. Acts chapter two. Verse 1 says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Let's pray one more time together. Jesus, hallelujah, God. I thank you for your presence, God, in your anointing that's here, God. I pray in your name, Jesus, you would continue to work. God, I pray before this service is over, God, you would just pour out your spirit on us again, I pray. In Jesus' name, God, if it's the first time, if it's the 40th time, I don't really care, God, but we need your presence. God, we need your spirit poured out on us tonight, I pray. In Jesus' name, God, let there be a manifestation of the Holy Ghost, I pray. In Jesus' name, God, that your will be done, I pray. In the name of Jesus, God, we turn everything over to you, God, I pray. Let your will be done, God, I pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated if you want. i to be a couple of minutes. You know where I'm going. You know what's going to happen. So just, just get ready to do it, I guess. It's going to be a short, I guess. But the church... Was started. This is where the church was started. We know this. This is where the church was birthed. The beginning of the church happened in the book of Acts, chapter 2. So where it was birthed, and we've been talking all day about birth. It's Mother's Day. But this is where the church started. And Jesus has promised his disciples. He said, when he ascended, he said, I'm gonna send a comforter, I'm gonna send my spirit. To you, And he told them to go and to wait and to stay and to pray in the upper room. That's good. And he told 500 people to go. And not all of them ended up staying. Sometimes that's the sad reality. Sometimes people don't want to stay. Sometimes people don't, you know, they don't want to stick around. Sometimes they want to leave. They want to quit. They want to move on. Maybe they get tired of waiting. Maybe they get tired of trusting. Maybe they just get tired. Sometimes it happens. But 120 disciples stayed. 120 of the, the disciples that were called except for Judas, Mary, and Mary, and the other Mary, and all the Marys were there. And all the other 120 people were there. And they, they prayed and they trusted God because Jesus said it. He said, I, I want you to go and I want you to wait until I give you power. I want you to go and I want you to wait. And they, they believed it and they trusted it because Jesus said it. And if Jesus says something, we need to hold on to it. If Jesus says something, we need to listen to it. If Jesus says something, we need to obey it. If he speaks, we need to trust him. Because it's going to to happen too many times we we just we just give up too many times we're too quick and we we let go. Too many times we're quick to quit. Too many times we're quick to stop. It's not going maybe the way that we want or it's not going the way that we think it should and we stop and we throw in the towel. But the Bible says that God rewards faithful people, not quitters. People who listen, people who obey, people who believe, people who have faith and people who hold on to his word and what he has said. So I'm going to keep holding on. So I'm going to keep believing. So I'm going to keep trusting. So I'm going to keep following. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep interceding. I'm going to keep worshiping. I'm going to keep preaching. I'm going to keep teaching. I'm going to keep giving. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep obeying because God said he's going to do it. So I'm going to keep believing he's going to do it because that's what he said and that's all I've got to hold on to. Over 500 people knew to be there. But 380 of them left. 380 of them decided that they had something better to do. Well, don't worry about what others are gonna do. Don't worry about what others are doing right now. We've all grown up with people. We've all gone to church with people that have walked away. We've all got, we all know somebody. We can think of handfuls, tens, twenty people right off the top of our head. We all know people. But don't worry about what the others are doing right now. Trust and focus on what Jesus said. There was 120 that stayed. There was 120 that were faithful. There was 120 that remained. How quick some of us are willing to give up. It, only, it was only a few weeks that took place. In a few weeks, the number dwindled down to 120. And only a few weeks they lost hope that quick. Don't give up. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. There was a feast, the Jewish holiday, the day of Pentecost. That's when this happened. And it says they were all with what? One accord. They were all in agreement. If we're ever going to have a move of God, if we're ever going to have His Spirit poured out like we want to see it happen. We're going to need to be in one accord. We're going to need unity. If we're ever going to have revival, we're going to need agreement. We're, going to, if we're ever going to have a move of the Holy Ghost, an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, we're going to need to be in agreement with each other, with Jesus, and with His Word. We can't just do what we want to do and expect Him to honor it. We need to trust Him and His Word and hold on to His Word. It's going to happen. And I don't care if we have to lose 380 people first. I'm sorry that might hurt your feelings, but I don't really care. I need a move of God. I don't really care. I don't care what happens. I just need God to pour out His Spirit. They lost 380 but that day thousands were added. You can't make people's decisions for them. People are going to leave. People are going to quit. People are going to walk away. You can't make up their mind for them. All right. Just trust and hold on to the word of God. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Suddenly the Holy Ghost comes quickly. We don't need to be praying 43 hours straight. Oh God, oh God, oh God. It comes quickly. Amen. We don't need to be battling forever. Sometimes we do it because it's us and we won't let go. And we're trying to hold on to ourselves and trying to hold on to what we know and what we like and our preferences. But if we would just let it go, God would just pour it out. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes we do it to ourselves, but it's not because God. God wants to pour it out. Suddenly the Holy Ghost came quickly. I was nine years old. Praying for the Holy Ghost. i told you the story. That I was nine. It was a youth week, and I prayed every night of that youth week. I said, "God, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost tonight." Nothing happened. God, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost tonight. Nothing happened. It was four week or four days long. And the last night, I said, "Well, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost tonight because I said I was going to get the Holy Ghost before this youth week is over, so I'm getting it." Mm-hmm. And I just prayed. <laughs> and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed you know the song service went on they didn't tell me to sit down I was like well I'm going to keep praying because you know I got to get it tonight so why stop and I kept praying and the preacher got up to preach and you know he didn't tell us to sit so I was like I'm going to just keep praying and he was like hey that guy's been praying a long time and then everybody else started praying and then I got the Holy Ghost the girl behind me got the Holy Ghost somebody else got the Holy Ghost God started pouring it out but it happened quick. It, might, it felt like it was taking a while. But as soon as it happened, it was quick. It wasn't long before I was talking in tongues. And we, When we pray and we get unified through repentance, it will come quicker than you thought. Revival will come quicker than you thought. A move of God isn't a long way off. A move of God is just one prayer meeting away. A move of God is just one unified church away. A revival is just a group of people holding on to the promise of Jesus away. That's all it is. It's just one prayer meeting away. One unified group ready to have an outpouring of the Holy Ghost away. That's all it takes. And it's going to come suddenly. The book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 28 says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. We've got some old men. You could have some dreams happening. When God pours out his spirit, we've got sons and daughters that need the Holy Ghost poured out on them. We need sons and daughters that are going to be prophesying. We have young men who will see visions. I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Pour it. Not drop it. Not sprinkle it. Not dribble it. Pour it. That is a fast action. You don't pour slow. I mean, you can if you, I don't know, maybe, but generally it's fast, yes. pour out quickly. We're always talking about waiting on God, right? Just wait on him. Just wait on him. God's time. That's good. But a lot of times he's waiting on us. Amen. A lot of times he's waiting for us to pray and be unified. A lot of times he's just waiting on us to get hungry enough when we say, I need it more than anything. A lot of times he's just waiting on us to be like that woman that just needed to touch the hem of his garment. A lot of times he's just waiting for us to get hungry like Bartimaeus and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. A lot of times he's just waiting on us to be desperate enough to step out. He's waiting on us to actually believe what he said and do what he said to do in the first place. A lot of times he's just waiting on us. He told them to go and tarry and pray. And we've got the waiting down. We've been waiting for a while. We need to start praying. We need to start being unified. We need to receive a call to prayer in our lives again. If you want a move of the Holy Ghost, if you want to receive the Holy Ghost, if you want to see the Holy Ghost poured out in our church, if you want to see the Holy Ghost poured out in our community, in our homes, it's going to start with praying. We need to pray, 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 and just pray again, and then pray again, and pray again, and believe, and trust, and hold on, and pray again. And I don't know if the disciples had to pray and wait until they were unified, or what happened? But they tarried, and they prayed, and then they were unified. And that was the key, once they were unified, once they were in one accord, maybe they had to lose some of those people for that to happen. Maybe that had to happen. I don't know, I don't know all the details, it's not very specific, but once they were unified, that's when it happened. Mm -hmm. we need to be unified with our brother and our sister don't fight with each other don't be ridiculous I don't care if you don't like someone it doesn't matter pray pray Jesus loves them pray pray Pray. 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 if you don't like them pray and ask God to change your attitude Mm -hmm. that's what I mean mean. change your own attitude be unified. He's waiting to pour out his spirit. He wants to pour out his spirit. He's ready to, and he's willing to, but we need to ask and we need to pray. 2nd Chronicles 7 and 14 says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. You can't be unified and not be humble. Unity says I'm not a big deal. Unity says everybody else is just as important as me. Unity, you can't be full of yourself and be unified. It takes humbleness to be unified. And that comes through repentance. When we repent, we say, God, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I've got this. I'm, you know, I can't do it on my own. I need you. I need you to take this from me. And we. Repent and we become unified together and we pray, and then He will answer and then He will pour out the Holy Ghost. And it's fast. Suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing, mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. A rushing, mighty wind. Jesus said, I know you guys all know all these verses, but Jesus said in John chapter 3, verse 8, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. The wind does what it wants. The wind goes where it wants. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know where it's going. And that's how the Holy Ghost comes. You can't do anything about the wind blowing except being ready. Get ready for the Holy Ghost to start falling. Get ready for the Holy Ghost to start being poured out. Get ready for the Holy Ghost to start moving again. It goes where it wants, and he wants to go where he's wanted. The mind-blowing revelation. If you want a move of God, if you want the Holy Ghost, you need to want it. That's it. That's all it took. I was nine years old. I wanted the Holy Ghost more than anything in the world. I said, I'm going to get it tonight, and I got it that night because I wanted it. It's a gift. All you got to do is ask for it. All you got to do is want it. All you got to do is repent. Say, God, I want the Holy Ghost, that He will give it to you. Yes. <clears throat> repent and get ready. If you want it, it's a gift. He wants to give it, but only to people who want it. And some of us have it, and we don't even know what to do with it anymore. But that's another lesson for another day. And there appeared to them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. How many were filled? All of them. When was the last time you were in a service where everyone was filled with the Holy Ghost? Everyone that came in that needed the Holy Ghost was filled with the Holy Ghost before they left. When was the last time you were in a service like that? They were all filled. Why? Because they were unified together. They were of one mind, of one accord, in one place. And God filled every last one of them. And he gave a sign. Speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Why? James says in James chapter 3 verse 8, But the tongue no man can tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. You can't control your tongue as much as we try and we're supposed to. Sometimes you say things you don't want to say. To your wife, to your husband, to your boss, to a parent, maybe, or mumble stuff under your breath, maybe to the pastor. Yeah, anyone. There's things that we say that we don't want to say. But they come out. I mean we do want to say them, but there's things we know we shouldn't say and they come out. Because we can't control our tongue. But Jesus says, nope, nobody can do it, but I can do it. Watch this. And when he comes in with the Holy Ghost and he takes over, and he says, I'm in charge now. I'm going to take control of this tongue that no man can tame except for me. I'm in charge now. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of Jesus living inside of us. And it's, it's power. Jesus said in Acts 1 and 8, But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the othermost parts of the earth. Power. For what? To overcome sin, to be a witness, to be used, to pray for people and see them healed. To pray for people and see them delivered. To use the name of Jesus and see miraculous things happen. To connect with him. Power. Not to be the same angry old cuss that you were before. <laughs> Should change your life. Brother well, the told me a story about his father. Right? He got the Holy Ghost. He's a changed man. He was an angry man before, but after he got the Holy Ghost, he was so sweet, right? <laughs> Make you sick. That's what I heard. I don't know. I haven't met him. You guys know him. But there was a change that took place. Because of the Holy Ghost. He gave him power to overcome that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We need the music. Oh, I'm just making a mess now. <laughs> Please and thanks. Great. But he gave us a sign. Tongues. Right? So when you get the Holy Ghost, you know because you're speaking another tongue. So this is what we're going to do tonight. I know a lot of us have the Holy Ghost. Let's all stand, please. Sorry. I know a lot of us have the Holy Ghost. We got the Holy Ghost. Years ago, maybe we don't pray in tongues like like we used to, like we should. Some of us are seeking the Holy Ghost. Some of us want the Holy Ghost. Maybe some of us are interested in it. But God's going to pour out his spirit. We need to all be completely unified. We need to be completely in one accord. We need a move of the Holy Ghost. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take some time right now. We're all going to pray together. We're going to repent. And as we repent, we humble ourselves. So we humble ourselves. We call on His name, and He will hear from heaven. and He will answer. We're going to repent. We just ask God to take anything out of our lives, out of our hearts, out of our minds that will come between us and Him, and we're going to. We're going to do that, and as we do that, we become unified. As we do that, I'm no longer a big deal because I realize I've got problems. I realize I've got issues. I realize I've got stuff that I'm dealing with, That I'm no better than anybody else. And when we do that, it makes us unified. So let's just pray together. I'll pray in the microphone. Or if you just pray in your seat, wherever wherever you're at, if you want to come to the front, you're more than welcome, we got all kinds of room. Let's just pray in a prayer of repentance. Together. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, I thank you. God, for your forgiveness. God, I pray in your name, Jesus. God, you will remove anything from my heart. God, let's talk of you. God, anything that's come between me and you. God, you know what I'm dealing with. God, you know all the things that I'm struggling with God all the things I've done God I pray in your name you would forgive me in Jesus name God wash me clean I pray in the name of Jesus God of my attitudes God my hallelujah God my thoughts my my actions I pray in Jesus name God whatever it is hallelujah God you know my heart God I pray in your name Jesus forgive me I pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God, I repent. God, I turn to you. God, I realize I'm not good enough on my own. I'm not big enough on my own. I'm not strong enough on my own. I need you, Jesus. soto. In Jesus' name, God, I repent. God, forgive me. God, wash me clean, I pray. In Jesus' name, God, forgive me, I pray. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus name hallelujah. Hallelujah, We need to stop trying to be in control of everything. We need to let Jesus take over. Revelation chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 says, "So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spew thee out of my mouth, because thou sayest I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked." Jesus isn't impressed with us when we think we have it all together. He said, I'll spew you out of my mouth because you say I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. Because you say, I don't need anything else. I've got it all together. He isn't impressed with that. That's why we need to repent. That's why we need to clean the slate and be unified. In Jesus' name, God, forgive us, I pray. In Jesus' name, God of attitude, of traditions, God, of mindsets, maybe that have been holding us back. God, I pray in Your name, Jesus. God, wash us. I pray in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now this is the part where we all worship. If you're repentant, you want it, you worship. He'll pour out his spirit. It's up to us now. If we want it, he'll do it. He's ready, he's willing. In Jesus' name. If you want the Holy Ghost tonight, you can get the Holy Ghost tonight for the first time. You know, if you haven't spoken tongues in years, you can do that again tonight. If you spoke tongues earlier, you can do it again. It doesn't matter. God's going to pour out his spirit in Jesus' name. Let's all worship together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. I worship you. I love you, Jesus. You are holy, God. You are worthy. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. God, I thank you, God, for washing me clean. God, I thank you. Hallelujah, God, for taking my sin away. God, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I pray.